0: Well, welcome to the Empowered Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and ultimately empowers you to influence people and transform cities. Enjoy the message.
1: Wonderful. Great to be in the house of God today. And uh, I want to extend a huge welcome to all of our guests online. And uh, we want to welcome our Innisfail location joining us for the message right now. Come on, Caloundra, let's welcome our Innisfail location joining us now, uh, which is great. And just huge honor to Pastor Travis and Grace there and all the team. And uh, it's just been a great uh, three weeks in lead up to today, uh, which is the miracle offering today that we are receiving together over both of our locations. And uh, just excited for what God is going to do. And uh, if you if you are a guest today or you've just joined us online for the first time, uh, we just want to let you know, every year, we take three Sundays uh, in March, and uh, we talk about finance, talk about good stewardship of our lives and our money, and uh, which leads to our annual miracle offering that we sow into every year, and uh, that's, a, that's a giving over and above our tides that we give, and some give a one-time gift, some give pledges, and uh, we'll be receiving that at the end of the service today here, and for our Innisfail location, you guys will be doing it there with Pastor Travis and Greg race, which is great. And uh, we've had a lot of rain the last week. You notice that? Uh, lots and lots of rain. So, whoever's been praying for rain, you can stop now. Like, maybe, maybe the guys in Innisfail, you were like, Lord, send the rain somewhere else, and you're praying, God, send it down here. We're good. No more. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, but it's great. I mean, I was out, I was out running yesterday. And I thought, oh, there's a break in the rain. This is going to be awesome. And uh, I'm out running and I, I, I bumped into someone I knew. So I'm there chatting to them for about like 20 minutes. It was amazing. And I uh, went for the, the extra bit of my run and I'm coming home and it starts pouring rain, like belting down rain. And I'm like, oh, this is not pleasant. But I got to tell you, if you ever want to break your record in running per kilometer, it's, if it starts raining, you're going to do it every time. Like, man, I was warp speed trying to get home. I got home, and I'm like, man, that's my best time yet. That was amazing, including the 20-minute stop. That's incredible. Nothing like some rain to get you moving. And, uh, but we're going to dive into the Word today. And i love if you can open with me to Mark chapter 14, verse 3 to 9. And we're going to be talking about the woman at Bethany the woman who gave an extravagant gift to Jesus, an extravagant miracle offering, an act of worship toward Jesus. And uh, before we dive into it, let's pray. Lord, we thank you as we come today to the miracle offering. Uh, I pray that, God, we've come with faith. We've come with expectation, Lord, across our locations. And I pray that, God, your grace is going to be here today, Your sovereign hand is on the church. And I I just thank you, God, as we give and sow into the future. It's for the kingdom. It's for the advancement of your kingdom. It's for continued ministry support and strength, God, to impact our communities and our cities. Lord, I thank you, Lord, here in Caloundra. It's it's toward our building ownership as well. And we thank you for that, God. And, And, Lord, we come today as an act of worship and an act of faith as we bring our miracle offering before you in Jesus' name. And everyone says, Amen. Hey, let's dive into this word. Uh, it says here, and being in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flask of very costly oil of spikenard. Then she spoke, she broke the flask and poured it out on his head. But there were, were some who were indignant among themselves and said, Why is this fragment oil wasted? for it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. But Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me, for you have the poor with you always, and whenever you wish, you may do them good. But me, you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint me for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this Woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. How powerful is that? That is incredible. You know, I love that Jesus says, Wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, that's not just saying in in Israel at the time, but no, in the whole world, wherever it's preached. And here I am today preaching a message about this woman, about this woman and what she did as an act of faith and an act of worship before Jesus. Now, we, we see here this picture of, of, this, of this woman that, that comes into a room, into an environment, and it's actually, it says there, it's the house of Simon the leper. What a bummer of a name. Like, seriously. Like, how, I mean, the guy got healed by Jesus, but everyone still refers to him as Simon the leper. I mean, I, I got to tell you, man, I would have put a plaque on the front door and said, my name is Simon Smith. I'm no longer Simon the leper. Jesus has healed me. Some praise hands. Come on in. You know? Like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have hung on to that, you know? And, uh, but here he is, Simon, the one who had been freed from leprosy, is there. He's, he's opened up his house. He's got guests in there. He's got Pharisees. He's got all the disciples, Jesus, um, some of Jesus' friends, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. They're all in the house. And uh, I think Mary and Martha have gone out of the, the room at this time. And uh, and we see this picture of this woman that enters the room. And uh, in, in John's gospel, it actually says it was Mary uh, who came in. Now, we don't know if that was... Mary, the sister of Lazarus, we don't know if it was Mary Magdalene, we don't know if it was just another lady who was named Mary, who lived in town, okay, there's a lot of Marys back then, all right, and, uh, and so, so she, she comes into the room, and, uh, and she's carrying this, this expensive um, expensive uh, flask, called, it's an alabasca flask, okay, and, uh, and it's expensive because of the fact that there is pure spikenard oil, like it's perfume. And it was it was actually brought from the Himalayas. That bring it in, that import it from the Himalayas and bring it in. And the the alabasca flask was actually mined and and sort of fashioned out of gemstone. Okay, so you can see the costly effect of what this thing was. And uh, and so so she carries this in. And and the and the Bible says here it's worth three hundred denarii. Now in just terminology to today's terms, that is like half a year's wages, all right? In those terms, so that could be 25000 30000 depending on the person's wage, but the medium wage, we're looking at this, it's half a year's wages. And so she brings this in to Jesus, all right? You can see the beautiful picture here that's taking place, that she has taken something That was a family heirloom that's handed down from parent to to daughter oftentimes and and, and it's brought in and it was actually meant to be used for a special occasion. And that special occasion was her own wedding night. That's what it was for. It was for her wedding night or for her funeral. So it was like this heirloom that was there. It was so costly, so extravagant, so expensive. And here she is bringing that in to Jesus. But here is the power. The power is in the breaking of the seal. It's the breaking of the seal. Now, this wasn't like a a perfume that she got Estee Lauder at Chemist Warehouse, and she can go and pick up some more next week, all right? There's 25% off, and I'm going to go and get some more next week. It's going to be good, all right? So I'll give Jesus this one, and then I'll go and get that sale next week. No, no, she comes in. This is a one- time gift. Because once you break the seal of that gemstone, it's done. You're using that thing. You are going to use it. So so she comes in, and in an act of extravagant worship, extravagant worship, she breaks the seal. She cracks it open, and then the fragrance fills the whole home, the whole house. Can you imagine that? I want you to just think about this. It's beautiful, beautiful perfume smell. It's going across the whole room, and it's cracked open, and and in, in the faith moment right then and there, she opens it up, and she lets go in that moment. She lets go of her own wedding night using it. She lets go of keeping it for her own funeral one day. She lets go of it all, and she says, I will give this all to Jesus. I will give all the, the, the most costly thing I have in my home, I will give it to Jesus. And she brings it in, cracks it open. See, the faith was the breaking of the seal. Because once you break it, you're committed. You're committed. Now, I love that, that she doesn't kind of like break it open and then do like the you know, anointing service stuff. She's like dip it in and then rub it on his head. You know what I mean? She didn't do that. Right? She grabbed that thing and she, she went up to him. And she poured it on his head. And then she poured it on his feet. And in John's gospel, it explains that here she is in deep worship. Deep worship before Christ. Deep worship. And as as she's worshiping and weeping over Christ, she's wiping her tears from her feet with her hair. How beautiful is this picture? She's in worship before Christ. And I love the statement that Jesus makes as well. He says, you know, when they look at this woman and she's, she's pouring out so much love and so much worship, and she's given the best that she has towards Jesus. And Jesus said, those who are forgiven much, love much. Those who are forgiven much, love much. This woman that was a woman that was a known as a woman of the night. She was known that way. And many gospels explain this. But here's this woman saying, oh, thank you for saving me. Thank you, thank you for ripping me out of my mess of a life and giving me hope and giving me a future. You are my Savior. You are my Lord. I will worship you in this way. It was a beautiful picture. We see in this moment some of the disciples, they get a bit indignant, all right? They're smelling the scent. They're looking at how much of the oil got poured out. And they look at this situation and say, man, this thing's worth 300 denarii. And you've gone and kind of wasted it. You've wasted it in this moment. This could have been given to the poor. It's going to be used for so many other things. And, and, and here you're just give it, you're pouring it out on his head and feet. It's like, man, I want to tell you right now, the disciples that were feeling this way, they missed it. They missed the moment. How many of you know God has moments? He's got some real great moments in our lives. And this was a moment. All right? And instead of seeing the beauty of the worship, they saw the waste. Wrong W, boys. You should have joined the worship. But all you could see was the waste. And so the, the, the giving away, oh, you could have done this, you could have done that. No, no. No, she was doing what the Holy Spirit led her to do. So that made it right. That made it the what was needed in that particular moment. It's never waste when we come and worship. It's never waste when we sow to the kingdom. Never waste. See, what they failed to understand for this woman in this moment, as she tapped into the supernatural, they remained in the natural and see, today, when we come to the miracle offering today, this is a supernatural thing we're doing. We're, we're tapping into the Spirit. We're tapping into what God is calling us to do. And it, it's, not, it's not a fleshly thing. It's not a natural thing we're doing. We are believing in an act of worship and in faith that, God, there will be a breakthrough into the future. God spoke to me about a week and a half ago, and He said, Paul, I'm going to break poverty and lack off people's lives. I'm going to break it at the miracle offering. You know, because I saw a picture of, of like, people... You know, uh, some people are running on this hamster wheel, like running on a hamster wheel, you know, going around and, around and around and around and around and around. And I saw God just knock the hamster wheel over and they were able to jump off and start moving forward. I saw, I saw chains breaking off people's lives. See, they're, they're, in an act of worship, in an act of offering, in an act of faith, God can do supernatural things. He can break us through into something new in our lives. And God wants to do that for people. You see, whenever we come to the miracle offering, there's so much prayer and so much faith that goes into it. Literally, you know, for a, a long period of time, we literally hold in faith for what God is about to do. Because God wants people to break through. He wants people to break out of poverty. He wants people to break out of lack. Do you think the devil wants that? The devil don't want that. He wants them to stay on the hamster wheel. Stay on the hamster wheel, going round and round and round in circles. It's like man, when you're there, you're ineffective. So he's happy for people to stay there. He's happy for people to. Ch- he, he tries to move things to stop the move of God. But hey, what does Jesus do? He breaks things open. He shatters the walls. He breaks the chains off our lives. He shatters that poverty. And you know what helps the process? What does it? Is our act of faith. Our act of faith of coming before God and believing Him at His Word. See, this woman, I don't know how many times she may have heard or overheard Jesus teaching about the fact, I am heading to the cross. I will die. I will be buried. But I will rise from the dead. She, I don't know how many times she may have picked that up. But here's the faith of this woman. She was prepared to believe Him at His Word. She was prepared to believe before the miracle ever happened. She said, if you said you're going to the cross, you're going to die, you're going to be buried, then I'm going to come and believe that. See, she did it not knowing whether he would rise. Come on, look at the faith here. See the faith here. Inisfail, see the faith here. She did it before the miracle ever happened. She had no clue, no idea whether he would rise or not, but she brought it anyway. She brought the act of worship, the act of faith anyway, and sowed it in, believing God that God will come through with the miracle. She anointed him for his death and burial. She anointed him for his resurrection as well. I, I love this picture because it's extravagant worship. It's a beautiful picture of the heart we need to come to God in. Anytime we serve God. Anytime we give to God, anytime we sow into anything that God calls us to give into, tithing weekly or miracle offerings or whatever it may be, it's always got to come out of a heart of worship. That's, that's where we've got to start at. We've got to begin there is worship, and then I do. I, I believe you, Jesus, at your word. I love you. I will serve you. I will follow you. But I come with worship first. Those who have forgiven much love much. Sometimes it's good to remember what we've been forgiven of. Sometimes it's great to think, but for the grace of God, there goes my life. Thank God someone witnessed to me. Thank thank God I had a praying mother praying for me. Thank God I had this happen in my life. Thank God I had that work colleague that worked with me and kept talking to me about Jesus for a year and a half. Thank God I had that. Thank God that he was gracious enough to place people in my way. Those who have forgiven much, love much, they get they so much. Why? Because, because their heart has been captured. It's been captured by Jesus. And Mary believed him at his word. She came before the miracle ever happened and she sewed it out and gave it out. And this act of worship was beautiful. It set something up for the next, I, I, I think it was even the next few days of, of kind of that leading toward the cross which was powerful. You know, just in this moment now, we're going to hear an incredible testimony from one of our great men of God, great businessmen in the life of the church. Why don't you welcome Joe Sephora as he comes.
0: Thanks, Pastor Paul. Thank you, Joe. Um, it's a real honor to be able to stand on the platform and just share... The testimony of mine and my wife's. Um, and for those of you that don't know me here and in, in Inisfail, um, I'm married, um, 30, so I'm 30, married to my wife Mia, we've got two kids down on the age of three, um, and we have two businesses here on the Sunshine Coast. And um, before I do share, I just want to say like, I'm no business guru, I'm actually a uni dropout, let's all put our hands up for those. Um, and my wife's a hairdresser, and I don't even have a trade, all right, so I'm just a random guy that somehow made it up here. No, but, um, but I just want to share what God's done, because He's done a miracle uh, in, through our, our tithing and, our, and the miracle offering that we've done last year. And every year, uh, the miracle offering has always been a stretch for us. It's never been like really nearly, yeah, we'll do that. God's always called us to, stre- to step out in faith and to, to di- just to give more above and beyond. But last year, 2020, when God spoke to my wife and I about the amount that He put on our heart, we were both just like, you serious like this is this is out of the equation it's out of our budget and it was more than a stretch like it was nearly a tear like it was just okay this is not natural it's going we were relying on the supernatural and we had a big year planned for 2020 so we'll I was excited to see what was going to happen but I won't lie I was you know pretty scared too and um and then came covid-19 uh, and it really affected us and i remember um, just, you know, the uh, the PM announcing all the lockdowns and everything like that, and was just like, all right, things are going to change. Um, and uh, I really felt that God's, God said to me, you know, you need to be a good steward, just stewardship and trust in me. And so we had to really get our personal finances in line. I really felt God saying, you need to tighten your budget and you need to, you need to honor what you have. And also you need to tighten your budget in your businesses, and um, straight away, I felt I had to sell our vehicle, our, our Land Cruiser. And that was a little bit bit of a tug on the heartstrings there. It's like, it's our baby, one of them. Um, and, and, uh, and, but we just had to do it. So, we did it. We downsized, um, and we were actually blessed to be able to borrow a car for about six months, which was pretty incredible. And then God said to uh, pull back on all our business advertising that we pay to to advertise. So, it's like, well, I trust in this. I'm very, I love my analytics. I love analyzing things, testing, measuring. So, I had a full pullback on everything I've known and just solely trusting God and trusting organic reach and everything like that. And then, like I was saying, the the, uh, lockdowns, so everything went really quiet, literally quiet. Phone didn't ring at all for about a solid week. Uh, Our, our, Uh, like analytics and everything was like a cliff and just like boom like that just dead like it was like you know a heartbeat monitor stopped and uh it was just everything was quiet there was no emails and nothing and I just remember looking at the calendar with our office administrator and just been like seeing all that white space of just empty bookings and the only people that were ringing were our clients cancelling all their future bookings so that was awesome um and we lost about 70% of our bread and butter clients. And we still got five staff to, to look after, to employ. And obviously, I've got a family too. Uh, so it was just like, all right, what do we do? And I just remember Mia and I, we just prayed and we're like, God, we're going to honor you. We're going to still do this pledge. We're going to do it first. And you're just going to have to make a way, Lord. And we're just going to be obedient and do that. And I just want to say, God is good. He is so faithful. I cannot stress it enough. And Whatever happened next is just all supernatural. So straight away, you know, like I said, zero work. All of a sudden, I get a phone call by a client named Scott a couple of years ago. We did some work for him. Hey, Joe, I want to book in a six, I'll oh, just say it, six cars. We do stuff with cars. Um, and, and a whole full week booked out for all our team, all right? Um, our, like I said, we lost a lot of clients and our uh, mobile division pretty much halved, but we were able to create in a way that it was twice as profitable, all right? Um, we just had clients coming out of the woodworks, people I haven't seen for years, booking in heaps of work just spontaneously. Our online business gained heaps of traction. I accidentally sent an order to a client, uh, the wrong one, but he loved it so much he ended up becoming um. Best customer ever and pretty much in- increased our, our revenue by about 40%, all because I stand in the wrong order, so give that a go, it might work for you. Um, uh, and one night I was praying for a business coach, I want a business coach in my industry, God, I need someone in my industry to un- understands what I'm doing. Literally, the next day, I got an email saying that the number one, this business, which is the number one business in the US of what we do, is doing business coaching, one-on-one business coaching, and I applied, and I got the last spot available. So, I was just like, okay, that had to be God, that wasn't by chance, Um, and we had our biggest month during the COVID season. Um, and we didn't have to let go of any of our staff. That was one of our number one big points. Like, we did not want to have to see our staff go. And uh, we didn't even need JobKeeper. You know, uh, it, we're blessed to be able to get that, but we didn't have a big enough, we didn't have a downturn at all, actually. Um, just God just brought this work in supernaturally. And uh, since uh, the start of COVID, or since last year, we've actually, to date now, we've had a growth of 33%. Um, and we've put on two more full-time staff. Um, <laughs> And what we thought wasn't possible at all, we've actually been able to save for a a home deposit as well. Um, And God's just been good. And I'm not saying this to big note myself, like, I don't want any credit. I can't get any credit for this. Like, God's given me a lot of wisdom this year. He's fully just just put ideas. I think that's my daughter there. Hey, babe. Um, And uh, he gave me all these ideas, just wisdom I felt God's just uh, really just put inside me this year to obviously do a lot of natural work, but it wouldn't have happened if I didn't partner with the supernatural of stepping out, me and my wife doing it together, and uh, it wasn't easy, but it's so much easier doing it with God than doing it alone. So I just want to say, you know, you might be thinking, hey, Joe, you don't know my circumstances. You're right, i got no idea what you're going through. But I know that God's bigger than any of our circumstances. He knows what's going on. And when we just trust in Him and work with God, and just be obedient, be good stewards, it's the key thing, being good stewards and being diligent, He just makes a way. It doesn't happen naturally. Don't expect it to happen in the natural. God will just move and He'll just blow you out of the water like He just continually does for me and my wife. So I hope that just encourages all of us here today. And thank you very much. How many of you know that God
1: is no man's debtor? He's no man's debtor. And uh, God actually promises breakthrough, as we saw there. The breakthrough came. The, the act of faith was still there, but the breakthrough did come. And I love these scriptures out of 2 Corinthians nine, ten. It says this, For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer or the sower, and then bread to eat. In the same way, He will provide and increase your resources, and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. It also says in Philippians 4.19, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. How I many you know their promises? They're promises that God will come through. He is a God of the breakthrough. And he promises that for our lives. And I want to encourage us today as we come into this time now of, of receiving of the miracle offering together. And here and in Innisfail as well. You know, I just want to say, you know, let's come with a heart of faith. Let's first come with a heart of worship today. Now, understand across both of our locations today that, you know, uh, many of us are a part of this. And if you feel led to be a part of this, thank you so much. We honor you so much. Now, we're not saying you're obligated to, but just listen to God. That's all we've been praying for. Just listen to the Holy Spirit. What's He saying to you? What's He saying to you here in Caloundra? What's He saying in Innisfail right now of what He wants you to sow into this miracle offering this year? And it's not about the, the capacity. It's not about the amount. It's just about obedience. Just about listening to the Holy Spirit. And that could be hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands or beyond. It It's not about what it is about saying, God, I believe you've led led us to do this. And I know for Kate and I today and for Travis and Grace today, we have a figure already. We know what we're going to be giving and sowing and pledging into this year as well. And uh, I pray that we can come with that today. So on that note right now, Innisfail, I'm going to release you back to Pastor Travis and Grace. They're both coming up on the stage. They will be leading you now uh, in the miracle offering there. So we love you and we're praying for you. You know, for us here, I want to invite Pastor Kate up onto the platform today as well, which should be great. As you can see, just in our miracle offering cards that are there on the seats, and uh, you know they are—they've just got the different things that we're going to be sowing towards this year as well. And uh, if you're still online with us wherever you are, just stay with us right now. And uh, you know, there's there's the one-time gift that you're giving today. There's the pledge as well that can be met over a six to 12-month period. Uh, but the main thing that I really want us all to come with is to know that this is a commitment before God. It's a commitment before Him that we want to bring this to Him as an act of worship, as an offering for the breakthrough. That's what we're believing for. And you know, one thing that I love and, and I pray for so much in the lead-up to the miracle offering is, is what God's going to do in your life. That's what I'm praying for. God, I'm praying you're going to break people through. I'm praying that families will break through, that businesses will break through. There'll be more testimonies like Joe's. There'll be more testimonies of even single-parent families seeing breakthrough in their lives and lives just seeing shift in their world. And uh, that's what we're praying for. That's what we're standing in the gap for and believing for. And yes, we are believing for the kingdom advancement as well across our locations and, and to keep continue to reach the Sunshine Coast for Jesus Christ you know, we want to continue to see our schools impacted, our university impacted. We want to see levels of government impacted. We want to see businesses impacted. We want to see homes and families impacted, because that's our heartbeat, is to influence people to Jesus and transform cities for the kingdom of God. That's what we exist for. It's about what God is doing as He reaches into the world around us through our lives. And so you'll see on the miracle offering cards there, the first thing we're, uh, we've got on there is what we're giving to is we're believing to raise 80000 for making room for more. Our building upgrades, that's new carpet, that's the awning out the front, uh, new sound desk, um, fencing upgrades, all sorts of different things are going to happen around the building. And that's one part we're believing for. The next is Next Generation mini- Ministries as well. Uh, that's kids and families, and part of that will go to the crisis fund as well to help any families in need throughout the next 12 months. And we're believing to raise 10000 there for kids and families. Uh, the next is Empire Youth. This is all our schools ministries. Friday night, support of Pastor Nick and Johanna. And uh, we're believing, God, that there's, we're going to raise 20000 there. And then there's Young Adults and Red Frogs uh, with Harrison and all the team there as well. Uh, and all that God's doing, And we're believing for 10000 to be raised there as well and the final is the the building fund and we've heard the news if you haven't already we're buying this building all right and I want to let you know on Wednesday this week it all went unconditional it went unconditional. This is happening. And, uh, and, and right now, I mean, it's amazing how God works. Uh, we're putting our deposit in. We're, we're making this all happen. And, uh, and, and anything that you sow towards the building fund is either going to help with the deposit or it's going to help in paying the debt down. And, uh, and I just want to thank everybody for being a part of that. This has been nearly a nine-year journey of believing uh, to purchase this building. And how faithful is God? How amazing is God? If I had an hour to tell you of all the miracles that have happened over the nine years, to get to this point right now of where God has gotten us to be able to own this building, it is incredible. But today we're going to thank Him. We're going to worship him and, and just honor him, and uh, I just look forward to be able to pay this building off over a, a, a quicker period of time, you know, within the next 10 years. Who knows? God could do miracles, and uh, we're going to be, you know, that's going to be our target when it comes to the building funding into the future. Amen? So great. Why don't we stand to our feet, and uh, we're, going to, we're going to sing through this song. Kellen's going to lead us through, and, and uh, we, you can take this moment right now to fill out your own miracle offering card, and uh, let's just worship. This is a house of miracles. We bring everything to the feet of Jesus. Everything in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in this moment right now, Lord, as, a, as an act of worship. Lord, I, I thank you that, God, we come and we, we bring we bring this gift to you. And we just thank you today that, God, you are the God of the breakthrough. Just like this woman uh, uh, named Mary, Lord, she brought the gift before the miracle. And, Lord, I thank you, God, we are bringing today and we're believing for the miracle. And, Lord, you provide seed to the sower. Lord, the, the transaction in the middle is our faith to give. And, Lord, you, you will multiply the seed. And, Lord, I thank you today. I declare for any person's life right across our churches, Lord, that needs a breakthrough in their lives, I declare the shift in the spirit right now in Jesus' name. I break poverty. I break lack. I break wherever the devil has tried to block the abundance of God and the provision of heaven. I smash it from people's lives in Jesus' name. And I declare the breakthrough. Let heaven meet earth in this moment. Let heaven meet earth in this moment. Let there be a shift. Let there be a breakthrough on every person's life. I declare it right now in Jesus' name. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide provide and we declare it today in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, for the breakthrough in people's lives and families and businesses and the breakthrough for the kingdom vision. Lord, we believe for it right now in Jesus' name. And everyone says, amen. Amen.